Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying Reviews. On this episode, we are reviewing The Atom Project. The Marvel Reunion? Is that, is that what this was? Uh, with me on this episode are the usual suspects, Juan. Hey, hey. And J. Coe. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, he's back. And I'm Sean Cantley. And this is our theme music. That is a weird cat that we let on the on the podcast. Why is that Mogwai singing? It's an ugly cat too. <laughs> With glasses. <laughs> Fuck you. Everybody, welcome back to I'm Not Crying, Your Crying Reviews. And like I said on this episode, we're reviewing The Atom Project. Now, if you're paying attention, then you might have thought this would what this would have been our penultimate episode, but it is not. It is another review. And here's why. Because we actually saw a fucking movie in time N- to review it. No, 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 no. You actually saw a movie in time to review it. Juan Ledesma saw a movie in time for us to have a relevant conversation about it. That wasn't just about him not watching the movie. Well, This episode is a Juan-centric episode. It so is. Strap in, folks. Let's face it. Uh, I like Ryan Reynolds. We've established that. A lot of people like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. That's why he's <laughs> Canada's sweetheart. Are you a kid from a 1980s? <laughs> no yes, yes, shit. No shit, motherfucker. Sherlock. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> oh, <Juan. laughs> Who's, who actually said that to Sherlock? Was that Watson or some like shitty? Dr. Shitty... Moriarty, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Dr. Moriarty. <laughs> oh, you've bested me again. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> That's fucking great, man. That is. Oh, God. So uh, as always, as always, in, the, in this scenario, if you haven't seen this movie, Fuck you. You know, we said that for Batman and I honored it. But by the time this episode airs, it's been more than a week. So if they haven't seen it, fuck them. Wow. <laughs> no, because I, I rolled over and exposed my tummy for Batman. And I go, yeah, it came out on Friday. We're reviewing it on Tuesday. And then today it hit me. The episode comes out on Friday. It's been more than a week. Fuck you. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Y- you rolled over what? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember seeing any belly. What? When did you expose your belly? Uh, is this when you were showing people the deadlights? <laughs> and we're back at it again. Good job, guys. <laughs> yes, good. You're the one. You are the one. No shit, Sherlock. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Juan, you know what? Hey, hey, hey. It, it was a good line. It was funny. It was funny. Indubitably. Yeah. No shit, <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> oh, but I'm Moriarty. Yes. Um... So yes, if you haven't seen the movie, there'll be spoilers. So stop the podcast now and go watch it. It's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, then it's free. If you don't have Netflix, then you pay your subscription, you watch it and come on back. If not, just call Jay. He'll share his password. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well then, uh, all right. So this, this film was directed by Sean, uh, Levy, Levi, Levy, Sean Levy, Sean Levy. Now I, I didn't know this until kind of looking up stuff for this podcast. Uh, but he directed Free Guy and produced it. Have you, mm-hmm. Did you watch Free Guy, Juan? I actually did uh, like uh, a week ago. 
Um, that movie's been out for like, I don't know, eight months. Uh, <laughs> it's been out longer, I think, but uh, it finally made it on Disney Plus. So f you. Yeah, but he uh, he directed Free Guy. Uh, he also directed uh, Night at the Museum, Secret uh, Secret of the Tomb, and um, he also directed a movie called This Is Where I Leave You, which I, I don't know. I've never seen that one. Have you guys heard of that or seen that? No. Uh, but he's also responsible for the the Cheaper by the Dozen movies and uh, uh, the Pink Panther with um, Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, mm-hmm. I I didn't realize he was responsible for so many movies. I've never seen that. I've never seen the Pink Panther, but I I hear it's pretty funny. But according to Rotten Tomatoes, well, because it's a remake of the uh, Peter Sellers Pink Panther movie. And never seen that either. Um, this movie has a uh, tomato score of 68 and an audience score of 79 um and i could see that why we'll, we'll wait until the <laughs> oh, okay and it stars uh <laughs> sean we have we'll, a we'll go into depth uh, and you'll understand the numbers read the fucking we'll show make notes, them stupid. <laughs> yeah yeah the, the show notes you're supposed to write hey man i'm holding i'm holding it together here i i feel like you know <laughs> listen i held up my end of the bargain and was the first one to actually watch it you were not the first one to watch this movie yes i was yes i was and i caught i waited until the following day to call you and rub it into your face but i didn't Did you watch it on your phone on the toilet no no i watched it in my room (laughs) well while taking a shit on it while trying to suck your own dick (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean Juan, we can have a competition of who's seen this movie first but i'm 99.9% 99.9% sure that I saw it before you. Um, this movie stars, as Ron, Juan already mentioned, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, some kid named uh, Walker Scoble. Let's just call him Little Ryan. I'm going to call him by his name because we haven't gotten to the actual review portion of this movie yet. Uh, Zoe Zaldana. Zoe uh, I'm Zaldana. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Zoe, Zoe. Zaldana. Yeah, Zoe, Is it Zoe? Zoe Saldana. Is it Zoe, fucking dude? pendejo. It's it's spelled Z O E. Am I fucking crazy? Yeah, you're you're a fucking pendejo, man. Uh, Yes, I am a fucking what now? A a pendejo? You are what I am now? Oh, okay. Well, I don't. Okay. She's only been a star in her own right for how long? Well, what was the Britney Spears movie? Wasn't she? I don't know. I've never seen the Britney Spears movie. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, me neither. Yeah, uh, but you, it, you know Dan Aykroyd was. Well, I don't know. I'd never what? seen the movie. Dan Aykroyd played Britney Spears' well, dad in that movie. Uh, I thought he, he played Spears Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Randy Marsh plays uh, Lord. Anyway, <laughs> Lord, uh, Lord, and- Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it also stars uh, Kathleen Keener. Kath- Catherine, um, Catherine Keener. The Wow, fucking fucking Sean, you're just butchering everybody's name. Just because people can't pronounce your full name doesn't mean you should butcher everybody else's. You're right. That's exactly what it means. That's exactly. If I were reading it from the show notes, maybe it would be easier for me. Um, That's because I spelled that out phonetically for you. Yeah, you spelled your mom out (laughs) phonetically for me. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, so it, it, it... Actually, there's a lot of good celebrities. There's a lot of celebrities in here. A lot of them from Marvel movies. It's basically a reunion. Or uh, a 13 going on 30 reunion. Or, yeah, 13 going on 30, which I, I didn't see. In fact, my wife is the one who told me uh, that these two were in it. And then I completely forgotten that Mark Ruffalo was a uh, was a rom-com actor for oh, a very long well, time. Well, yeah, and Ryan Reynolds as well. And then he aged and got no. ugly. Was Ryan, yeah. Ryan Reynolds too? Yes. Yeah. Fucking the proposal. Yeah. yeah Did you never see the proposal, fucking... bro? I have never seen the proposal because Juan. Betty I'm... White, Sandra Bullock. Oh god, yeah, what the fuck is up with shit, you, bro? Man. Yeah, get dude. Some culture in you. Get some. Get some culture in me. 
I've n- I've never seen you've never seen the Twilight movies. I have. I have. Culture. That's not culture, Sean. That no. that's just smut disguised as a teenage novel. It's smut disguised as teen. You don't, even, bro. Have you, have you ever seen How to Lose a Guy in, in Thirteen Days? <laughs> You're not a man, then. <laughs> I have. I have not. Come I have on, not grow up, it. dude. But, um, <laughs> but uh, okay, before we get any further. This is going to be a fun one, guys. Of, of, I mean, obviously, you wrote the show notes. Um, okay, so the, the Adam Project cost uh, $130 million to make. And it debuted on Netflix, and uh, they they do offer the top 10 like streaming. So the, it's number one, I think, right now in streaming. So if you haven't seen it, uh, then go watch it because it's, it's doing pretty well on there. Um, as always, Juan, whenever we start a review, we ask you to write three things that you like about the movie before we get into you. the review. So go ahead. Does your mom count as one? Okay. Well, uh, no, this, so, um, no, 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 uh, no, 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 I got you. I got you. For the people who haven't seen this movie, the Adam Project is about, uh, time travel. Uh, it is about time travel, but it's a, it's about a pilot who crash lands in 2022 after time traveling uh, from the year 2050 on a mission to save himself from the future. 2050. No, 2050. Okay. <laughs> this is the you've done this before where you, you try to give an exact number because I was right and you want to be more correct. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Um, so like I said, before we get into it, gentlemen, what are three things you liked about the movie? Let's say something nice about it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, little Ryan Reynolds and 13 on 30 uh, going 13 going on. 30 reasons. what what no um well, ryan little ryan reynolds little ryan reynolds which i assume is his dick <laughs> and uh 13 going on 30 which is uh, how he likes his how he likes Did I watch the kids. same movie uh, you, you know <laughs> i don't think so man <laughs> the deadlights no i uh three things i definitely like the the little kid that uh played the younger version of ryan reynolds he did a good uh a good portrayal of uh, of that character um and i don't know if you've seen some of the social media but he's been doing the monologue from deadpool and it's pretty fucking funny um i like the fact that it's a time travel movie it's more of a of a sappy dad feel good movie disguised as a sci-fi time travel movie so it wasn't what you expected um and then um uh, the fucking ryan reynolds movie need i say more i think you said he's, that as your first thing but no okay. I, I said a little ryan reynolds but uh his, he's kind of a sweetheart you like this dick in this movie god how about you jay um you know what i also like ryan reynolds in this movie he's he's really good in this uh despite uh some of the limitations in this movie it, he's really good in it um i would say mark ruffalo is is really good in it as well um, and some, you know what, honestly, some of the special effects were pretty outstanding in this movie. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would agree, Jay. One of the things that I, I did like about the movie, the special effects, they didn't seem cheesy. They seemed like well thought out for what they were trying to do. Also seemed like they had spent a lot of money on de-aging Catherine Keener. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know then, uh, I, I really, I, ha- I have an issue with the, the effects like there are some parts of the movie where it it looks amazing, but then some of it looks mm-hmm. really cheesy. So I did not care for the the aging. Uh, yeah, man, <laughs> I liked it because it was so horrible. But uh, the other thing I liked, yeah, I, I think um, I think that kid did a really good job. I think I think he did a good job at, at playing Ryan Reynolds. Like it's like they gave him Ryan Reynolds lines, and I feel like he spent a week following him around just to get his comedic timing down because i i think he, he was uh he was pretty good yeah he's like yeah. mini pretty mini deadpool good. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, find the fucking video you, of him. There's two videos circulating out there uh, of him reciting Deadpool, uh, the Deadpool monologue. One, it's Ryan Reynolds sitting in the driver's seat and the kid sitting in the back seat and just reciting the whole uh, uh, the whole monologue where he even speaks Spanish and it goes, that translates to no way, motherfucker. Uh, and then there's another one where he's being interviewed and he's reciting it and you see uh, Zoe Saldana just laughing her ass off at this kid, like reciting Look at that the kid rated running R game, dude. Fucking lines. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just just thinking. I was like, you you think you think that kid's thinking? You know how much this Ryan Re like? I'm gonna get so much Ryan Reynolds <laughs> pussy now. It's ridiculous. All the fucking shit that he doesn't want because he's happily married. I'll take it as the 11 year old Ryan Reynolds. How, how old is this kid? You guys know how old he is? In the movie, 11. he portrayed a 12 year old. So yeah, he's I, probably like 16. I want to say he's a little older, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he looked pretty young in the movie. I mean, even to play, if he was playing twelve, he looked like he might he might have been able to play twelve. I'm just curious uh, because he he seemed pretty young. But when I look at his photo right now from Rotten Tomatoes, he looks like give me a, a lot second, older. I'll tell you. What did you say? I he's, said, I, give me a second. Oh, I'll look it up. Gaga. <laughs> what? <the>, well, <laughs> Gaga. Yeah, there's no need, man. But uh, yeah, so this movie opens uh, with with Ryan Reynolds doing his Ryan Reynolds thing, but in a fucking uh, in a jet plane. Do you guys ever see that movie uh, with Jamie Foxx and I think Ethan? Uh, no, Kristen Slater, where they he's flying planes and Jessica Bill. I think that's the movie. Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Is it Broken no. Arrow? Uh, but it, it kind of opens with like those crazy futuristic ass planes, and Ryan Reynolds is shot and he's like kind of talk fast talking to the camera and he's uh running away from some bad guy and uh you know we i i don't think we know it's a time travel movie yet but it opens with the you know 2050 well whatever and uh he's in the plane and then he creates a wormhole to land in 2022 uh and then it before we we see him again we catch up with what we can only assume to be you know young ryan reynolds because he is fast talking, running his mouth and saying things that are not really dialogue that I've ever heard any 12 year old say in middle school. Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> it was pretty quick, quick witted for a, a kid. Yeah. It, yeah. It's uh yeah. I was surprised, which again, you know, it was just trying to trying to convey that he was going to become Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. In the future. I'll say this, those kids hit really hard. <laughs> like they yeah. punched the shit out of <laughs> <Yeah>. his face. <laughs> Yeah, he was getting like he was getting legit beat up. Like I, I was like, oh shit, I, I felt yeah, bad like for it the wasn't, kid. He's thirteen oh, years okay. old. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? He he's thirteen years old. Thirteen years old. Oh, well, he had he had a growth spurt in this uh, photo uh, here because he looked a lot younger in, in the movie. But anyway, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then you know that's when you meet Jennifer Gardner, his mom, uh, who was Electra, and and what in in the Electric movie and and Daredevil. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, Electra's his mom and, uh, she, she picks him up from school and she goes, she has a whole fucking diatribe about how he runs his mouth and how it's going to get him in more trouble. And, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, how it's going to get him in trouble. And one day, and then he says something like completely smart, smart marks to her. And, uh, and then, you know, it kind of shuts down the conversation. Dad, dad would have understood me. Oh, thank you for, again, if you want to lead the show on, because you, you watched it, um, yeah, he shuts down the conversation and go home, and then you kind of start to understand kind of what's going on, that their dad is dead, his dad is dead, her husband's dead, and she's a grieving mother kind of dealing with an uh, adolescent son who was always in trouble in school and getting his ass kicked by bullies and also trying to figure shit out. Um, yeah, then that's 
uh, essentially how the movie opens, and you kind of don't know what. Yeah, what's they going really on. wasted Jennifer Garner in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah she she wasn't yeah, really she didn't do shit that much. Like like she was such a supporting role, and well, yeah, uh, she was a, an important role. Uh, she was she she was a sounding board for for essentially how to get this kid to emote, like to know she her job was to basically make us feel bad for their relationship to make him feel like a little shit so that when Ryan Reynolds came in to do the heavier emoting, it was, uh, it, 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 it carried the scene with a lot more gravitas, I think. And boy, did he, that fucking bar scene just choked me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, Ryan Reynolds really portrayed that whole scene. Like he was remorseful of how he treated her when he was, uh, a, a young kid. So the roles really definitely switched from, young Ryan Reynolds to old Ryan Reynolds. Like young one is like all about his dad and missing his dad. And then, uh, the older one is like, shit, I hate my dad, but I, I was a dick to my mom and that wasn't fair. I didn't feel anything in that scene. Is it because you're dead inside Jay? Well, I mean, they just didn't, they didn't give us much with Jennifer Garner and the son to really like care. You know, she was, she was there just for like the exposition of the the dad dying. But you know, I didn't see any type of like, other than like him being like kind of catty with her. Other than that, I didn't, I didn't Mm -hmm. see if like they were really cared. They cared about each other. They're they're almost like roommates. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I, I kind of, I almost feel like that was kind of the point. Like, um, you know, older Ryan Reynolds or, or, I, what's his name? Adam. His name is Adam in the movie. Well, it's I, see Adam, Ad, Ad, Adam Thanks, Reed. Man. Adam Reed. Yeah. So, so oh, we're, we're like jumping ahead, but, um, so yeah, they have that conversation. It shuts down. Turns out mom's gone on, another, on, on another, she's going on a date because she's like, I think her dad's been dead for what? Four, four years now, two years now, a uh, year and a half. Uh, yeah. is it a year and a half? God damn. Uh, but she's gone on a date and she didn't call it a date, but uh smart mouth, quick with it. Uh, Adam, young Adam, he's like, he's figured it out. He's like, oh, mullet what is it? Face. What was that? He calls the date mullet face? No, or older, mouth? older him calls him mullet face and younger him. No, he calls him mullet it. mouth. Yeah. Uh, and so again, Juan, you're like, you, you know, whatever. So she's going on a date. Mom leaves and she leaves him alone. This is a 12 year old, 2022. Do you leave 12 year olds alone in 2022? Do you trust our 12 no, year old kids? You leave them alone. I don't know. In but 1986. <laughs> yeah. And in, in 19, yeah. In 1980s. Listen, like, if you had siblings and you were over the age of eight, you were in charge. Did, remember like ET? That. I mean, they left three kids alone. <laughs> yeah. in the house by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, wait, is that, I mean, are we leaving kids by themselves in 2022? Do we trust do we trust our kids in 2022 to do that? No, but they're weak. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I found that to be the first thing. She's like, uh, she left him some pizza, which he had two slices of, and then he was done. And then, uh, so he's left alone. And then uh, he goes out in the backyard to do whatever. And turns out there's some rustling back there. His dog runs away. And uh, in his dad's old garage, he finds a man who has been shot holding his dog. His dog's name is Hawking, by the way. Yeah, like Stephen uh, Hawking. No, like Bob Hawkins. Are you Who's being Bob serious? Hawkins? No, don't. Exactly. <laughs> then, then, then why'd you say that, ladies and gentlemen? That was Juan's attempt at humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. So, uh, so he, yeah, he finds a, a man who's been shot in his dad's garage, and he first, his first question is, "How'd you get in here?" And uh, that's, that's a valid question because there's a strange man in the garage. 
However, as a 12-year-old boy, I think the he should have just called the police right away. But then he realizes, oh, shit, he's shot. And so then uh, he continues to investigate more. This is why this is this is why he should be dead. This is why kids get kidnapped. Um, he continues to answer, answer, ask him questions. And he realizes the guy doesn't want Ryan Reynolds doesn't want to tell little Ryan Reynolds that it's him, that it's that is him. So you violates protocol if he did. Well, the thing, well, well he violates a lot of those because he's already fucking jumped, jumped. You find out later that jumping in time to go talk to yourself is also a violation Wait, of protocol. So, Sean, I'm sorry. Point, I have I have a question for your, for you. Yeah. For yourself at 12 years old, if you encountered a strange man in your house, would you have the presence of mind to go call the police or have a conversation with this person or what would you do as uh no bro i would have i would have fucking <laughs> run i would have run i would have gone to my friend's house and be like dude dude there's a fucking guy in my garage and we both probably would have gone back to see if he was still there and we probably would have called like it, i would i would have ran to like my closest friend's house and that that's what it was if 12 years old that's what i would have done i'm i'm not I don't know if I, I don't know if I immediately call the police, but I'm not going to have a conversation. No, with yeah, you. me neither. I I would have like I would have gotten my <laughs> brothers and sisters, and we were like, "Hey, we need to get out now." There's a guy. We need to run. <laughs> yeah, we, we get we gotta get the fuck out now. Juan, how about you? Are you? Uh, are you- I I think I would have. You guys are going to make fun of me. <laughs> I think I would have had the conversation. Shut up, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this is a. This, this is how you no. end up. This is how you end up in the the movie Taken. Juan, you, you're no, sold in the that, sex trafficking. It's not the whole. I, I think the reason <laughs> the conversation happened is because of I. Th- I think little Ryan Reynolds re- realized that that's no, him. he didn't. No, no, I, I, I no. They have they a talk whole... about no. They talk about the whole fucking echo in, in time, like with uh, Zoe's character and and Adam. That's that's um, something that's later in the film. Yeah, no, but th- that could be that could be foreshadowing for that. I mean, in all honesty, yes, the whole reaction is like there's a strange bearded motherfucker. Yeah, he, he's ripped. And you think he's he ripped? A fucking superhero, but uh, he, he thinks he can be a superhero. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, wait. You, you think he's yeah, ripped? Yeah, but though? you don't stand there and <laughs> you don't stand there and watch. He is and, pretty. And, uh, he's pretty ripped. And though. have a conversation with him. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying, it's clear that he works out. So yeah, I, I think that he senses. Um, I don't think so. I I do think so, and I think the the fact that he slowly but surely starts discovering. No, uh, I disagree that, with you. Well, that's your 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 right to do so, and you do so where you have for the last. I mean, four or five. I years. mean, honestly, this kid this kid is way uh, portrayed way mature than than any normal 12 year old kid mm-hmm. you know and that's a lot of like kids in movies which i don't know i i i don't like like i like when kids play kids like uh the goonies were kids that were kids i was just yeah like like when they found out that that guy had a dead body yeah. they, they freaked yeah, yeah. out yeah they were like oh fuck let's get out of here this one kid literally ran the middle of the street <laughs> yeah. almost got ran over by a car <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like you know, and and I, I I get where you're coming from, Juan. Where you say you think that he has a, he had a sense that it might have been him, but I, I feel like in in the way the movie played it from from my perspective, um, it took him up until the point where he he said his dog's name. He's like, how do you know my dog's name? Like because I named him. That's the moment that little Ryan Reynolds was like, oh wait, he's me, and he. Then at that point in the movie, he starts, he passes out. 
And I think that's when little Ryan becomes the audience. Like he is, he is asking all the questions I think we should be asking and like trying to experience all this while also being kind of a part of the the movie. If that, that realistically a 12 year old goes, how do you know my dog's name? And then uh, whoever the Ryan Reynolds character goes, cause I named him the, the realistic answer that a 12 year old would go was no, I named him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he goes, uh, no, fuck no, you. Uh, I named, I named That's him. my dog. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, the, so the fact that he, you know, they even have this conversation on the level they're having it, in the, even at the same kind of verbal, uh, the verbal back and forth they're having. Again, his his lines are written. He, they gave him Ryan Reynolds' line that were being said by a twelve year old. That's yeah, like that's and they literally were like, what happened. They're going back and forth like they were matching each other wit for wit. But I mean. Like realistically, Ryan Reynolds becomes Ryan Reynolds. Like he doesn't start out like that quippy as a kid. You know, he he develops that over the yeah. years. Yeah. If, if anything, it's his bullies. Been in, I wish his bullies were making fun of him for like having lame jokes and comebacks. And he just was like, he was like brick <laughs> from Anchorman. You know, <laughs> he was like, where'd you get those pants from? The, the toilet store. And then you know, and and over time, <laughs> he just becomes better store. at it. yeah well yeah so then um so then uh older ryan reynolds kind of finally breaks protocol and tells little ryan reynolds hey man so this this is what we're doing here and this is what we got to do and uh you know i just need to get a few supplies because my ship's all messed up which i didn't uh, i didn't quite understand the 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 physics of so the ship is genetically locked to run you know, to in this movie for a time travel doesn't, movie, they, they just like disregard a lot of like um theories and and uh you know <laughs> it's like yeah it, it's uh I, I it's something i want to talk to you guys about kind of closer to the end of the close of the show which is like what you guys think about the time travel elements but we're here now so i mean what what did you guys think of the time travel like the the, the you know honestly the that was the most it. confusing part of this movie i agree i agree I, I think uh, again when I, I think that little ryan reynolds uh walker skull skull bell he's supposed to be our proxy kind of through through how we we view the world because like he's asking the same question we're asking it was like well don't you remember this if it happened to you as a little kid and he's like that's not how it works yeah you know, it's and essentially then like, he came and i was like a, yeah. well then how does it work <laughs> yeah and he doesn't really explain how it works he just kind of says no that's not how it works and essentially saying that he comes from a future where he's altering the him very being there is altering the future that he came from so like this it's kind of like Doc Brown explaining that if you change the the the, the past, change the past, you alter the future. But if like he's just gonna turn into dust, so there, there's a point where he could have made a mistake and just turned into dust, and then this movie's over. Like at any point, it just happened to yeah, conveniently like there happen. Was, there, uh, while they're playing yeah. baseball. Well, I I want to talk about that scene. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, and oh god. So anyway. I felt like the time travel was super confusing. Juan, how about you? Uh, like I said at the beginning, it's a sappy, feel-good father family flick disguised as a time travel movie to try to get nerds like you guys that are big like time travel fanatics. Like I, It didn't really bother me as much. The one thing that bothered me is fucking Mark Ruffalo's character willing to alter the timeline to ensure that Adam Reed is 
destroys time travel is fine with altering that fucking reality that was created, but won't allow them to tell him, Hey, you died I mean, in the th- car. That's accident. all fine. You know, I, I get that, that this is that type of movie, but when you, when you implement time travel in any type of like story, like you have to set these rules, you have to set the rules. So the audience knows, mm-hmm. Oh, they can't do that because this might happen, you know, but in this movie, there's just no, they just time traveled. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only, the only consequences, if you get killed in an alternate timeline, you just turn to these like really cool looking dust things. Uh, you know, so, so again, you like, like Jay said, the rules for this time travel were played very fast and loose. Like, there weren't. There was a Fight Club of fucking fight. Yeah, time fight travel movies. Club did there have are rules. no rules. Rule number one. Yeah, yeah. You don't speak no. of fight. Yeah, that was the only rule, right? No. Oh my god, go watch <laughs> Fight Club the and then remind make- me. It's fucking. You don't talk about Fight Club. And then rule number two: there are no rules in Fight Club, right? I, I don't know why. Yeah, don't you goggle it? Goggle. No, but I mean, any time travel movie, you have rules. Even Bill and Ted had rules. They were ridiculous, but they made sense. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And again, so like, uh, um, yeah, I just felt like the time travel and I am a person that loves time travel, but like if I couldn't grasp it, I go, okay, so that means that the, these time travel rules are only meant to have the plot of whatever's happening here happen. And, th- and that's okay. That's okay. But like, it, it just, it doesn't make sense. It was like, okay, well, whatever. And that, that's what had it. That's what made it fall apart for me. So like I, depending on how they played the time travels, I, I personally, I personally, the time travel is just a plot device, something that they used to kind of move the plot yeah, forward. It, was, it wasn't it was important. Just there. Uh, and then, uh, so, so after that, so then again, I was talking about his ship, his ship was genetically linked to himself because he needed to get supplies to, to, to heal because if he's injured, the ship wants him to stay where he is instead of allowing him to get back to the present time where they have uh, the, I would assume better medicine and better, like, uh, better ways to take care of people than like waiting for a bullet wound to heal over the course of a day. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, I don't understand exactly how this is going to work, but he was using the young version of himself to get into his ship, which also doesn't make sense when he didn't want to even break protocol earlier to tell him who he was. So the fact of the matter is, is that he was planning to break protocol the whole time. and. You know, and oh my God, sorry, I just thought of something. So the thing that, the, again, that confused me about this time travel thing is that in the be- very beginning of the movie, he goes, well, if I, if I, if I get this right, then your radio is going to go kaput right, right now. Meaning that he might've had some foresight into what happened, meaning that the way they explain time travel is invalid. Okay. Anyway. So what, what you're saying is he had the foresight of what happened because he remembered it as an adult happening to him as a kid. Mm-hmm. No, so, no, no, he, he wouldn't have remembered that, but he, he would have remembered that he was going back in time to, uh, to, to, to help himself. So he wouldn't have known that was going to happen, but he would have known that he was going to go back in time at this, at this age. So he was going to go no matter what. So the thing is, is that when he gets there and he goes, Oh, this, this, do you remember this happening to you? I find that to be bullshit. But, but anyway, so the thing is genetically linked to him and you get a fun little scene with them as he goes to try and heal some more. He puts on his dad's jacket that he found in his closet, his favorite jacket, because Ryan Reynolds wanted to show it off how ripped he was. You know, uh, your theory just popped another <laughs> thing in, in my head that he, little Adam did know that Ryan Reynolds was him in the future because his dad immediately recognized him 
As an adult. No, it took him a bit. It took him a second or two. Yeah, he he also gave him a context. A second or two. He also gave him context clues. He he told him something that only he like only something that in his intimate circle would know. It was something some unique little nugget of knowledge that he was passing off as some wisdom that would have been stunning to someone else except for Adam because it's something that he tells Adam all the time. So, you know, the 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 truth of the matter is is that um I little Adam, the Adam we meet until the moment that he almost passes out from finding out that, um, you know, he is the one who named his dog. I'm the one who knocks. He's Heisenberg of time. He, <laughs> he, um, he doesn't know who that is. Like, truthfully, doesn't know. And I believe that Ryan Reynolds, when he goes, oh, if, if, if I'm right about this, then your radio is going to crap out right now. I believe that indicates the, t- the type of time travel where his younger self remembers this version of himself coming back in time to do this. So like he knew his entire life going through the experience. However, that's not how this was explained. This was explained in a way that, that I don't think made any sense, personal opinion. But, um, but anyway. The way you explain it, I even got confused. <laughs> well, that's not hard, Juan, but. <laughs> no, but you're like saying that his younger self remembered. Why the fuck would his younger self remember? Well, it's because, Juan, he. If he's just living it for the first time, you mean his older self remembered that this happened to him as his younger self. Yes, that's what okay. I meant, and I apologize yeah. for confusing you. Which you stated, it's not that hard. <laughs> okay, so um, so so then you we, we get a fun little scene where uh, they go out, they go out, and he's wearing his dad's jacket, and uh, they even comment that it's a little small because they're trying to show off how ripped Ryan Reynolds is, and um, they go to the drugstore so that he can pick up bandages, and I think some... I don't know, alcohol and like basic, basic medical supplies for a person who's from 30 years in the future, mind you. So, um, so he can heal so he can get into his plane in like two days. Uh, and when this happens, he waits, little Ryan waits out, right, waits outside and he comes across his bullies who we come across in the beginning of the movie. And, uh, this is when older Ryan comes out and he's like, Hey, these, I know these guys, these are your bullies because he recognizes them from his childhood. And it is at at that moment, you know, Ryan does his Ryan Reynolds thing and he tries to give his younger self a pep talk to go and like fuck these bullies up. Um, And and it doesn't work. Young Ryan gets his ass kicked and runs away crying, you know. And so Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, he he beats up these bullies or he he doesn't beat them. He verbally threatens them in a way that would make them think that this a grown ass man was going to come and kill them. You know, it was uh, it, it. it was a it was a fun little scene. It, I thought it was funny. I, I think I thought uh, it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Jay, did you um, like it? I thought it was a little awkward. <laughs> I, I think I think towards the end where like this grown ass man is exacting revenge on his yeah like, because young bullies, I mean I mean you think you know? about what kind of like psychological damage that it that had done to this kid. Oh uh, God, yeah, it's a but, fucking I mean, movie. Like, Come that, on, that kid in twenty fifty. I don't know what he is now. <laughs> He, he sure is no scientist. I'm, you know, like that. That kid was gonna grow up to be original Biff Tannen, and now he's gonna grow up to be the servant Biff Tannen because of that moment. Uh, I feel like I think towards the end where he was kind of more have, having more of an epiphany with himself than he was anything else. You know, because he was trying to apologize to his younger self. He's like, "You're gonna need to lose that fight. You don't understand what happens. You're gonna need to be, you know, um, you're, you're gonna need to be." Yeah, but then they don't whatever. show. Anything um, of like him developing into that, like Ryan Reynolds, you know, they, they, they allude to, to him developing no. into like grown up Ryan Reynolds, 
but they, there's no flashback. There's no like anything that shows you, Hey, this is what happens to turn you into this. It's just, Hey, you need to do this. And then you turn into me. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. now we won't be able to get a, a sequel to it. That will show us that because there's no fucking time travel anymore. Time, time travel was the we, dumbest I, part it, of this it, movie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So then, oh, geez, Juan, why are you upset? Yeah, I mean, you watched it for Ryan Reynolds. Um, so then, so after this, they go back and he puts on a bandage and I think he uh, pokes a hole inside of his own little gunshot wound and he says, oh, it farts when I touch it or whatever the fuck he says. What did that he was say? at the very beginning before he started. Uh, I apologize, Juan. Again, yeah. if you had written show notes that were in some sort of order, we wouldn't be jumping around like this. But uh, uh, Sean, even when you write the, the show notes in an order, we jump around and you can thank me about that because even if I don't watch the movie, I, I still make it happen. Uh, so then uh, they 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 get back. He puts some more bandages on. Um, he then we then little Ryan Reynolds goes through his bag and finds a whole bunch of things. He finds what he calls a lightsaber, and uh, Ryan Reynolds says, "No, it's not a lightsaber. It's basically a really fancy uh, uh, electric baton that uh, he uses to like which fight was really guys cool. in metal suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, dude, it, it is a lightsaber." <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, it was it was that was the actions. The first action scene of the movie was actually really fun um, because, uh, first of all, they had like what I think were Beetleborgs or like cyborgs or yeah, like, big I don't bad Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs, yeah, fuck, yeah, they were big like big. They were like metal men. <laughs> wow, what just, a fucking callback, man. Yeah, well, because uh, these dudes, they were just metal, and I go, why does he have this? He's beating with this plastic plastic stick yeah they look like soldiers in crazy. halo or something um <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was so bizarre and for ryan reynolds to be fighting them with this like plastic stick was a little ridiculous in my personal opinion um but yeah he it whips out he whips it out just like a lightsaber it has a, a whitish hue to it and i think it even has like electricity or some shit like that i don't know what was going on but yeah the action here was actually pretty fun ryan reynolds showing off his action skills and uh he was like chopping these guys' heads off or whatever the fuck, and they were turning into like these crazy ass like red and blue yeah, particles. But the, and there shit. there was like no were, explanation to his skill or his abilities. You know, like he just he was just able to do all of this no. stuff. He was yeah, a, train, like, a they, trained they, pilot. They, they don't <laughs> allude to like what kind of fucking training program or company Saroyan runs to train these fucking elite pilots. And then the other thing that did irritate me is. I did want a flashback scene to explain how uh, Saroyan's uh, henchman uh, uh, version of Oddfinger, Oddfinger, yeah, Oddjob, um, uh, uh, got that fucking scar on his face, man. Well, that would have meant they had to explain how the yeah. Time there's a lot of exposition worked. that just gets talked at us because, uh, yeah, it, because um, it, it, in this action scene, Ryan Reynolds is kind of losing the fight, and little Ryan Reynolds are him and trying to get back to his ship. And uh, who who shows up? Zoe Saldana. Zaldana. Zoe, yeah, Zaldana. I, I did it. Fucked it up who, again. Who lived a sad, sad life because she had allegedly died in 2018, or we find out that she was sabotaged and crash landed in 2018, and waited from 2018 all the way to 2022. Yeah. To, but then, yeah, think that, it, that was that's a sad just, life, man. That's just something that she just gets protocol. told to us, you know, like, like, I don't know, like to see that from her character, that would have made her more sympathetic. But I mean, I, you, that was just kind of information that was just like, Hey, here it is. This is what's happened. And then you go, Oh, but then you don't really care about her. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't, and I also, I didn't really feel like they had a lot of chemistry other than the, like, I feel like they were just two actors who were put together. Like, hey, you, you're two pretty people. Go ahead and, uh, yeah, you guys have some romance on screen, you know? And uh, I think that that kid sold it. That, that kid sold the fact that he was about to watch them bang better than, like, oh, yeah, that yeah. was more like, chemistry than they yeah, had yeah. on screen, I think. He was like, oh, I think I, I, think, oh, I, I think I need I think to I leave might the see room. something today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you guys go out and fuck i'll be at the door <laughs> hole like you know to watch <laughs> yeah i was like pick up some techniques for my future self to use on you later i i you know some weird shit like that i think that happened in time travel no you guys ever see that movie that's uh eric banna and uh boof what's that girl's name the mean girl Regina rachel James. mcadams uh yeah her but I, anyway I, yeah um I, and then I, she shows I do a, love that zoe zaldana does take a lot of these sci-fi roles, you know, sci-fi comic book nerd roles, you know, like she's the ass kicking sci-fi girl. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she was in avatar where she was like in full, yeah, like, she's listening CGI to her in the Star Trek movie. Oh, that's also true. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. She she's dresses Gamora. up and she's Gamora, uh, you know? So yeah. So she's not afraid. She to was in the losers. <laughs> it's uh, uh had oh, Chris, Ad- Chris Evans in it. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. They were the, like this mit- misfit, group of uh, mercenaries it was a dc comic book movie before they were really popular oh yeah I, i'm vaguely familiar with the name i, I may have to go back and rewatch it because i didn't realize that she was in it or that it i the, really that it existed so thank you very much for bringing it top of mind um yeah and so they they, they have a little reunion they both kick ass they get in their ship using little ryan's dna because he's not injured again doesn't make sense why the ship would keep him where he couldn't get the appropriate medical help, but whatever. Um, if anything, they shouldn't let him out of the ship. They should just automatically default to take. Yeah, him it should have been like board. a so flight anyway, of the navigator situation they, where he's just kind of forced to fly the <laughs> yeah. ship on his own. No, but the the reason the ship couldn't go anywhere is because the ship was damaged as well. So it it, it had to repair itself. Yeah, but and, why let him out if he's injured, and and then why keep him out? If yeah, he's I mean injured? the. The ship was cloaked anyway, so they, they wouldn't have found him. Yeah. He would have been safer inside. I'm sure there's some sort of ration I think, in there. I think uh, it lets it out because it has the intention that he's going out to seek Oh, what, what, what scene was that? Dead. Okay. Better. <laughs> Listen, Sherlock, it, it's called... <laughs> th- it's called figuring really? why, the shit out. Why would I want to read the between the lines of a oh. movie when they could just show it to me? Yeah, or because they didn't want to make it a three-hour-long fucking movie like Batman was great, but but that movie was good. (laughs) Yeah, that movie was good. I I could have watched this movie for an extra fifteen minutes for a little more explanation, but um, so they they get they get there. Well, before they even get to the ship, they go on a whole fucking chase scene in the in the woods where Zoe Zaldana is able to navigate through a randomly populated forest. I have a question. Actually, pretty impressive. Why does she have so many guns? (laughs) <laughs> because she had four years yeah, to do but, nothing. Yeah, but I mean, but why did she make them guns? run if they could have just was, like took a bunch of those guns and just like shot them all? Then, then that's a great question, Jay. And that's because they were gonna go back in time to stop Sorian from from doing what she did. Which again is another vague way of like uh, of, uh, another vague way of explaining how their time travel worked. Because uh, Catherine Keener. She, her character are, had already gone back into the past to give herself insider information to get leverage over the, to create Dude, the future the, that they're this currently the spo- in. Sports almanac. So she, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. It's a sports almanac. So she creates uh, the rich fucking douchebag B, uh, uh, Biff Tannen 
of, of 2015 well, that we're no, all familiar she, with. She was already somewhat rich. It yeah, was yes. just to become richer and to avoid the fucking roadblock. So uh, future Biff Tannen travels to 2018 to give her the insider trading information. Fucking Zoe Zaldana's character discovers that, and that's when she's like, hey, I'm going to go to 2018 and bring proof. But that's when she's like, no, you're not, bitch. I'm planning a bomb in your fucking spaceship. And boom, you died. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, you know, they, they, that, that's the whole, that's the whole purpose of this to stop her from changing the timeline initially. And by doing that, by stopping the, by, by stopping her in 2022, for whatever reason, that changes the entire timeline that changes the entire timeline, which doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Um, so yes, Zoe, Zoe Zaldana puts her, her, her final stand up. Uh, fights the guy with the scar on his face and some other like the uh, Beetleborgs as they get out of the <laughs> as they get out of the car, uh, and then the Ryan Reynolds and the kid they go to 2018 uh, to to stop Sorian uh, and and catch up with their dad. They go they end up at the college whatever college he's teaching at. Uh, catch up with their dad. You're making it seem like they they went to to say what up? Oh man, we miss you. No. The dad was a key player because they didn't have a plan on how to stop time travel. The dad was the only person that could probably help them. Again, Juan, you mean to tell me that a person came from 2050 with zero plan of how to stop the thing he went back to stop? Yes, that's exactly it. Because he didn't have a fucking plan. And uh, fucking little Ryan Reynolds says, yeah, you're an idiot. You don't have a plan. In fact, they at one point, he he alluded and goes like, when did I become this stupid? Did I trade my smarts for your looks? It, they made that comment like twice because it was clear that he had no plan. So they went to Mark Ruffalo's fucking character to try to figure it out. And it turns out they did the right thing because Mark Ruffalo had this fucking formula that kept the time travel wormhole under containment in his head and in the yeah, fucking the, hard drive. The, the time travel is so we much clearer Batman. after you explained it, Juan. <laughs> yes, we... Sweet convenience, Batman. The plot seems to be working itself out. So, um, I'm sorry. Sweet convenience, Sherlock. The plot seems to be working itself out. So, uh, yeah, th- that's exactly what happens. And they they meet him back in his classroom, and they do that thing where uh, the person who who he shouldn't be able to recognize tells him something only that person would know. And he he goes, "How do you know that?" And he looks at him. And then the dad's like, well, the other person who would know that is my eight-year-old son, Adam, who is at home uh, playing a flight simulator game that is uh, that is key to him becoming a pilot. So I don't know when he would have time a to listen to A flight simulator game that he built. Like, it I looked, didn't see it the whole Like an early build because of Skyfox. <laughs> It did. It did. It did. It did. And uh, because one, it's important because that's why he becomes a pilot. So if you remember, that there's a little, as a scene a little bit later, who who tell little Ryan Reynolds is talking to older Ryan Reynolds. He goes, you know, my dad never spent time with me. He goes, you know why he bought you that pitch back? And he goes, it's because you saw it in the window, said you wanted it. You know why I built you that that fucking simulator game because you like to fly planes. And so his dad was just doing what any dad would do. He was like, oh, my kid likes this here. Have have all of it. And so it that game is what inspires him to be a pilot, and that's how he ended up in this situation in the first place. So without that game, we don't have this movie. Okay, thanks, Juan. So. uh so yeah, so they 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 all get together. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo they fight. They have a fight. They have a fight. They they go through that. Uh, my dad's not listening to me, so he punches him. That was pretty dope. And then the actually. dad punches him back. Yeah, like <laughs> <You think> so. <laughs> Doctor Bruce Banner versus uh, Deadpool. 
Well, I mean, I, I think, uh, well, I, I don't remember what they were yelling, what they were arguing about, if I'm being well, honest. Juan, do you remember? Because uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo kept I, uh, oh. throwing out theoreticals. Yeah, he's like, that, theoretically, it, it should blah, blah, blah. And then he's like trying to explain to him why they should stop t- the time travel thing. And then he kept going theoretically, theoretically, and then he punches him in the face. Yeah. And then he punches him back because he's like, fuck you. You're not going to sucker punch me. And he even, he even, uh, Mark Ruffalo even goes out. He's like, yeah, that hurt my hand. He's like, that was so cool, man. You punch my future self. You know, it's, uh, I, I thought we would have like a looper situation going on here where if he punched the kid, then he would, you get know, there's, there's a lot of aspects like of like different time travel movies in this, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But none of them cohesive enough to help me understand. Um, so they, they put a plan together based on having this theorem that's inside their dad's head. And they stage this like high tech attack on uh, Sorian, which is the the name of the facility and the name of the woman that is uh, Mark Ruffalo's partner. And so uh, now that they're in 2018, um, it turns out that Catherine Keener's character had actually visited herself earlier than earlier than this to give her more insider information. And she's back for a second time to give her the heads up that like, hey, Ryan Reynolds, adult Ryan Reynolds is here and he's here trying to stop time travel. So here's what we're going to do. Um, And so this is all happening before Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo and young Ryan Reynolds show up. So they are attacked by the Beetleborgs who are who have like cloaking abilities. Um, And young Ryan Reynolds gets to play with the bag of tricks that big Ryan Reynolds brought. They get a drone, which he's able to control with the Nintendo Power Glove. And uh, the I love uh, the fact that he suddenly became an expert on fucking future technology with like no explanation whatsoever. Uh, well, he's hey, he's a kid, man. He's uh, he's a he's Gen Z technically, I think. Um, and he had on a visor, which I think was like uh, the Nintendo. What was a Nintendo game that was a visor? Uh, the, the Virtual the Boy. System. Uh, the the Virtual Boy. So yes, he's wearing the power glove and the Virtual Boy that controls a. a, a a drone that is taking out like all, all these, these fucking uh, Beetleborgs and stuff. Uh, meanwhile, Mark Ruffalo and uh, Ron Reynolds are trying to get inside of the facility to get that crystal hard drive, which they, they yeah, have it, the, the algorithm it, on, which by confusing. Yeah. By, well, so by, he didn't explain the whole hard drive until they were inside. But I, so by removing it, by, by removing this hard drive, it stopped containing trying time travel. So I, 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 I think the way I understood, first off, um, they were still not good. They didn't know, have an idea of how this shit was going to happen. Like they, they were attacking the Sororian complex and fucking Mark Ruffalo almost kills adult Ryan Reynolds by saving them. And then they discover that they have no plan as they're walking in. Mark Ruffalo goes, this is how you're going to destroy it. There's one fucking algorithm that keeps this wormhole on check and contain. And there's a hard drive that, uh, is alternating the algorithm to keep it on check and it's the only way to get it <laughs> and it's the only way uh, sh- the only it's the only place it exists other than my fucking mind no shit which, sherlock <laughs> which didn't make sense to me because if sorian it's is it sorian or Sor- sorian sorian so, 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 or whatever uh, was as smart as she thought she was, especially the future one, not the uh, not the the present one. Wouldn't she have gone to it and found a way to make a copy of that fucking formula? Well, obviously she didn't have all the variables covered, man. Like Biff Tannen. Well, I think they try to explain it with the way that she dies because 
She's like, that's the problem with you. Uh, that's what Ruffles character said. That's the problem with you. you. You never cared for the science or understood the science. Yeah, that's that's also true. But then they, they do that thing that, uh, again, it shouldn't work that way. Uh, so so he does say that. So this is where like the second or third big action set piece, this third one action set piece happens where um, they are in the in this underground facility where this wormhole is contained and it's a very tight knit close space. Ryan Reynolds is fighting with a dual lightsaber now because it, it didn't do that earlier in the movie. It was always uh, a dual lightsaber. Man. Oh, was it? Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Um, you know, the, he's fighting and he's getting his butt semi kicked. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is there also fighting. Uh, oh, old, the fucking kid was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. The kid was fighting. Everyone's fighting. Uh, digitally de-aged Catherine, Catherine Keener is fighting. Old lady Catherine Keener is fighting. Uh, it's just, it's an all out brawl. And then finally, um, the magnetization of this thing becomes unstable and they're, they're in a, a stand, standoff with Mark Ruffalo and he kind of eggs around to shoot him with like an ace up his sleeve. And you, you don't know what that is until you kind of see the setup of the folks. So, um, they're kind of standing in a triangle and, um, with, with a old, older Catherine Keener pointing a gun at Mark Ruffalo and he's egging him on the shoot. She shoots the gun. And the bullet's traveling towards uh, Mark Ruffalo, but then it stops and curves to the left, which is heading towards 2018, younger Catherine Keener, and hits her square in the heart, driving into the center of the, the magnetized wormhole. And then old Catherine Keener bursts into, like, blue and red particles. And again, I say, Juan, that this time travel doesn't make sense because based on how they told this story, she should have been fine. She should have been fine. Or at least fine long enough to play yeah, catch with their dad. If I don't she fucking kills know. herself in the in the past then all the stuff that she did you know in the future as far as all the time travel stuff wouldn't have happened right yeah well i mean according to them it all happened just not in their timeline so this would have affected a future that they are not from but that's yeah yeah i know i know i know jay i'm gonna try and make that noise louder (laughs) because that was perfect (laughs) um but yes, I because this is technically happening in the future they're not from, and um, her very death on that moment should have made little Ryan Reynolds and uh, and and older Ryan disappear in that very moment. Uh, sh- but shortly after this, they all end up in their backyard somehow, and the and the house that we should recognize from the beginning of the movie in that very very staged set of a backyard. Um, and they they play catch and kind of catch up and uh, kind of get to say all the things they never got a chance to say. Uh, the ball rolls away and then they fucking get dusted. And then Mark Ruffalo, uh, Mark Ruffalo disappears. And then we catch up with the last with, with, with young Ryan Reynolds. Um, and, and one of the scenes that we saw earlier in the film where, uh, the mom, where he has died, he's been dead for like a, a year and a half, Mark Ruffalo and, uh, Jennifer Garner, who appears in this movie again, after the bar scene that Juan loves so much. And he's like, hey, um, I can't find the insurance paper. And he goes, well, that's, well, dad used to do it, blah, 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 blah. And instead of saying something like a completely like a douchebag thing he said earlier, he says something that's a little sweet. And then um, and then we catch up with him again uh, once he's in flight school and he meets Zoe Zaldana and uh, he you know meets up with her again and they are on their way to go fuck, I guess, before. It, was, it wasn't flight school. It was just regular college. Okay. He, he never went to flight school. He was in regular college. It was a fucking boring ass seminar. She's in the wrong fucking class. They flirt. There's the Equin time. Bro, they, you they saw this movie one between time. the lines. 
<laughs> Dude, did you imagine yourself as Zoe Zaldana? I think he imagined that uh, third like. student sitting next to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Anyways, so, uh, they they then the echo in time that she talked about before she gets dusted um, happens. She 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 they follow. You know what again. pissed me off throughout the entire movie um, that every every opportunity they got, they would throw in the line. Well, now I have time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot. They didn't really have like, time. They, they, did, they, they did that for the, when they reunite and, and yeah, it's like they, they have to split it's like it up. Every again, time right? they were supposed to say the word time, they're going to, they're supposed to look in the camera and go, well, now I have time. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I have so much. Yeah. It, it was, uh, it, 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 oh my God. So, and then that's kind of, that's where the film ends. That's where the film ends. I, I have a you theory. Know, I have a theory about the time travel, but go ahead, Juan. Um, the, the, the thing that I thought was going to explain, like, how did Ryan Reynolds become such a badass Adam? I thought it was going to be the, when the little kid, like, suddenly gets the courage and has, like, the, uh, the fucking uh, dual lightsaber and he's, saying all these badass things and does a fighter stance or the superhero stance does a superhero landing then the stance and i go oh shit this is where where he, he learns to become a badass and then he gets soccer a sucker punch by uh <laughs> soccer punch. by the villain and you're like well, i mean that, oh, that, that makes sense why would he why would this kid become be something like out of the blue yeah i don't know why does time travel exist in this fucking movie because mark ruffalo had the algorithm in his head bro no shit, Sherlock. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> and then I was—was was I the only one led to believe that his car accident could have been something that Sir Ryan uh, did? Uh, Sir Ryan, I—I I don't know. If well, Sir, the, the the fucking villain Sir, in the movie, <laughs> Sir the, Ryan. The, the the female villain, not the Sir Ryan the, Reynolds. I don't think Sir Ryan Reynolds. He actually went. He came from 2050, Sherlock, to save his dad from his car crash. What? Why would he? Future Sherlock Holmes was a good cartoon. That's what we're talking about. So anyway, um, the fact that I think the fact that his uh, car accident was completely mundane, like him getting a bagel at like a stoplight and getting T-boned or something like it's it's horrible. But I think it's it totally shits all over, yeah, all it's over just everything. Like, it's just like, hey, uh, we need the dad to die. How, how are we going to get him to die? Ah, I know he dies in a car accident. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. But what, what, what is it, Juan? He is against changing the fucking future, but he's fine helping. Big Adam and little Adam change it, but just don't fucking tell me how I yeah, die the, because the, I still have the hypocrisy. to die. The hypocrisy in this whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not that time travel doesn't make sense in this movie. It's the hypocrisy and his moral stance. That's what pisses <laughs> yeah, me off. That's what it is. <laughs> Not a fucking it is moral a moral stance. stance. He just dude, doesn't like, want to know. Yeah. But... <laughs> Well, it's, it's, well, it's like, well, but hold even on. fucking back to the future, Marty's like, dog, dog, this is, not, no, I don't want to know, I don't want to know, but I'm going to slip a fucking note in your coat and I'm still going to read it in the future and be like, you saved me, Marty. Fuck you. Hey, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, that's as good as you your Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. Blap. Uh, so Juan, I was just going to ask you, so do you think that he got final destination? Like he, maybe, maybe he had second thoughts and he tried and then, and, and, and he tried. But then when he tried it, uh, I mean, it just. No, no, no. You're just trying. No, fuck no, dude. The what? Adam Project sequel. The final time 
So I, I guess I guess overall, Juan, then what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about this movie? I still liked it. I, I if, if we're going to rate it fucking lightsabers that aren't lightsabers, I would probably give it a seven. I would say how many Beetleborgs out of, out of no, 10? No, Beetleborgs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many Beetleborgs out of 10? You give it seven Beetleborgs? How about you, Jay? You know what? Um, the movie did have a lot, have a lot of issues, uh, but it was very enjoyable. Ryan Reynolds was fun to mm-hmm. watch. Uh, you know, there were... There, the scene with um, Mark Ruffalo and and uh, Ryan Reynolds when they reconciled and he told he told uh, he told Ryan you know he told his son I love you you know and like you know you don't get it I love you like I started tearing up you know like they they acted the shit out of that scene you know like mm-hmm. you know like there's that expression like uh, uh, you can't act your way out of a paper bag yeah this whole movie was like a paper bag <laughs> and these two act the shit uh, out of that yeah yeah I, I you know. Um, I, I will say that I agree. Go, I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's fun. A lot of the action sequences are pretty cool. Uh, some of the special effects are are good. Some of them are not good. Like uh, the old, the young uh, Catherine Keener uh, de aging. There was a lot of uncanny valley, and yeah. this is like, I yeah, this is like, it's so unbelievable. Um. But you know, it, it was fun. It it's a, it was a fun watch. It it didn't drag. It was only what, an hour forty five minutes, so it's not long. Uh, so I'd give it four four Beetleborgs <laughs> out of ten. Yeah, man. I I I like like you, Jay. I I think like one. I enjoyed the movie, but I had to like. There's there's a point in the movie where I had to turn my brain off because I was trying to figure out the time travel. I love. I love time travel. It's one of my favorite subject matters in movies. And like the second it started, didn't make any more sense. I was just like, okay, I got to turn that part of my brain off. Uh, and then, you know, as the things kind of happened, I was like, okay, this, this effect is cool. This doesn't make any sense. I'm, you know, they travel back and forth from 2050 to 2022 to 2018, which is how do you make that kind of mistake? Like, how do you fuck that up? You know, um, right. They made that mistake in uh, Terminator Genesis, right? Oh, did they? It's been a yeah, while. They went from uh, 1984 to 1997. Dude. <laughs> Dude. But the, the thing is, uh, Ryan Reynolds explains it, that he didn't have time to confirm. His ah, yes. Fucking, he didn't have fucking, time to confirm his coordinates. He was being chased yeah. for stealing his own ship. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that's conveniently uh, placed in this movie to move the plot along, you know? Yeah, but but I, but it was fun. But it, But you know what? It was fun. I thought that little the kid who was Ryan Reynolds did a really, really good job kind of selling the fact that he was Ryan Reynolds, which I think might have been the hardest part of this movie. The second hardest part was that uh, was kind of acting that, that scene where they where they catch up and they kind of, yeah, they go through the the I love you's and the the touchy feely moments. And Mark Ruffalo and Ryan Reynolds had a good it, it, it felt organic. Um, um, the bar scene, the, the bar scene where uh, I, I felt like that had a lot of heart behind it. Uh, Jennifer Gardner was given just a lot of like uh, teary face uh, and and gaping mouth to kind of go over. <laughs> and I feel like, honestly, I feel like, and this, this is going to, I feel like she thought she was going to fuck Ryan Reynolds. Like, and I felt like that scene was like, this man in the bar understands my emotions and I'm running no, out of here. No, 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 I'm no, running no. out here to chase this dick. That's what. No, that's no, 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 no. Fuck you. I, no. I mean, he, he is kind of rich, dude. He was wearing, fucking, no, he was, no. he was wearing that don't, jacket. 
And he was don't, like, don't take a fucking that's my hus- moment. That's and, my no. husband's jacket. It looks so good oh. on you. No, fuck wow. you, dude. You she, guys took she already, my husband, My husband used to wear a jacket, but he was never ripped yeah. like that. No. Yeah, he was always a little short, shrimpy guy. I honestly can't tell if you're saying that to piss me off, dude. No. But yeah, but but overall, I mean, if I stop thinking about the time travel problems, I stop thinking about the plot problems, and I just enjoy the movie from like for, for the plot points. It was fun. It was absolutely fun. I too would give it four, maybe even four and a half Beetleborgs, uh, because it's it's a shitty sci-fi movie that I that I can add to my list of shitty sci-fi movies to try and connect the dots somewhere. I have a Again, list. it's a family sappy flick disguised as a sci-fi movie. I don't. I wouldn't classify it as a sci-fi movie. I wouldn't say it's a family. I mean, film because I mean there was that one scene where Zoe Saldana and Ryan Reynolds almost like. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they weren't interrupted, there would have been a future baby born in the past. Yeah. Uh, baby Ryan Reynolds was at the keyhole trying to get pointers, man. Oh yeah, he's like, <laughs> look at me go. He was like, hey, oh. uh, did any of you guys see the uh, PSA with uh, Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, and uh, Christopher Lloyd? No. Okay, no. you guys are, have. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm. I'm fucking serious. They did a PSA. Uh, on daylight savings time about springing forward and they're like well hey we we've done a time travel movie about time and and jumping forward but there's no better person to tell you about time and the essence of time than christopher lloyd and then christopher lloyd goes off on not a fucking doc brown craziness but like a a whole time speech it it was a cool thing and then fucking mark uh ruffalo and ryan reynolds like fangirl out at the end going oh that was christopher lloyd talking about time you, you, you guys have fucking homework afterwards re- look for the psa with with them and then look for the videos of the fucking uh, little ryan reynolds doing the deadpool uh monologue you know what i'm gonna do on yeah. so i'm sorry go ahead jay my dog my dog ate my homework yeah. so <laughs> uh you you don't want you, you you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do you a favor uh, you're, you're gonna insert the audio of the psa here no no, oh. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do a favor to the people who are listening to this podcast because earlier you're gonna you were, find the links and put it in the show notes. I can do that too, or no. you can do that when you edit the podcast. Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast will never air because it will be up there with the fucking show notes <laughs> I was supposed to write. <laughs> exactly. What I'm going to do, Juan, and I'm going to pay off something that happened 45 minutes ago, where you were supposed to Google the rules of Fight Club. Oh, I did. I did, and I didn't bring him up because there's more than just the three rules. Yes, there are more than three in fact, rules. The, in fact, the third rule is it doesn't exist. So uh, that's a lie. So no, uh, for, fuck you. Okay, but, okay, uh, Juan. The here. rules are, and I'll tell you right now. Uh, you don't. T- oh, never mind. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, can you please yeah, elaborate on what you're apologizing for? Uh, wait, which one's the the rules that I I said were uh, the we're rules? Ta- listen, Sherlock. We're talking about the rules of Fight Club. You don't, you, uh, you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, no, no, talk about Juan, Juan, I have a question. How many rules of Fight Club are there? Eight. Okay. And how many did you say there was? <laughs> uh, three. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, if you want to fumble over the rules of Fight Club, you're more than welcome to. Please go ahead. Uh, you do not talk about Fight Club. You do not talk about Fight Club, which is, wh- what were the rules that I said earlier? <laughs> you just said you don't talk about Fight Club and some other bullshit. Uh, if someone says stop, or goes uh, limp, uh, taps out, uh, taps out of the fight is over. Only two guys to a fight, one fight at a time. No shirts, no shoes. 
Fights will go on as long as they have to. Uh, if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. Was that a paragraph you read or was that just a list of rules? I, I knew there were more than three rules in Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> what were the three rules that I said were the rules? Uh, you, you, you don't talk about... Uh, Fight Club, you don't speak about Fight Club. You know what, Jay? I, I will insert the audio because I'm sure one of those rules. Well, you know, fuck you. I know there's more than. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. But yes. Okay. So it, there is no Fight Club or. <laughs> yeah. It's some, some dumb shit like that, man. I don't know. Sherlock, you tell okay, me. Okay, motherfucker. What does this have to do with the PSA and the fucking It videos? has nothing to do except that. For the you, you, one- you just fucking Juan Ledesma the conversation. You derailed it. Yeah, how, how, do, how do you like how do you like it now, dude? How do you like them apples, motherfucker? One, I, and again, I, you didn't even let me finish because you're too busy interrupting me. Forty five minutes ago, now probably fifty, you mentioned the rules of Fight Club, but I moved the conversation on. We're at the end. We talked about it. You have to, what more do you have to say about the Adam Project other than you want to suck Ryan Reynolds, uh, little Ryan Reynolds? I don't. I just like him as an actor. I thought he was. Uh, good. He's pretty ripped too, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just Did you see him in this movie. He's pretty ripped. I think he just likes you as a friend, Juan. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. So, like I said, so this was I, I'm, just. I'm. I'm done. The, the, wait. What? 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 What, what the <laughs> hell was that? Was his Cardi B? <laughs> <laughs> Cardi. Cardi B came Cardi to B review the Adam. No, she's not oh. here. No. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, the, the whole point of that was just to pay off something you said 45 minutes ago, Juan, because you never inserted it into the conversation. That was it. For the person who is listening to this right now, they're kind of going, the one person, probably Peter, going, oh, thanks, man. I want to know the rules of Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hope they, I hope they mentioned the rules of Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. For the one person going, I hope they get to it. I no, hope they I, get- I didn't because... You guys proved me wrong, like you guys normally do. Well, I just, I want also I want to do that to you, right? Right. I'm, I'm gonna leave this all in. It's gonna be great. No shit, Sherlock. I mean, no shit, <laughs> Sherlock. Oh man. Okay. Okay. And well, it, and it's just, it's Professor Moriarty, not Doctor Moriarty, right? I fucked that one up too, huh? I'm sorry. It's who again? Professor Moriarty, not Doctor Moriarty. Professor Maserati. I never said Maserati. Doctor Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Pib. And that is a wrap, folks. (laughs) Well, Juan, hey, you want to, well. No, there's no outro in this one. We just fucking ended. You thank people and we ended. (laughs) You want to end it, Dr. Mar? We ended all tonight. Dr. Mariarty. (laughs) Dr. Mariarty, you want to end this? You want to say goodnight? Goodnight, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm glad we can clarify the rules of Fight Club. Watch the PSA and the fucking clips. What? Follow us on Instagrams. Follow us on the Instagrams, the TikToks, and the Facebooks. New episodes weekly. Dr. Moriarty is out. Peace. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.